Shelf Pleasure contains strong language and descriptions of sexual acts and violence. It is intended for mature audiences, and listener discretion is advised. Additional themes may be discussed that listeners find triggering, and we encourage all listeners to check the episode descriptions for content warnings to decide if this podcast is right for you. Hello, darlings. It's your fairy smut mothers, Krista and Kelsey. And we're here to make all your spicy dreams come true. <laughs> At least I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I, this might be a too big a promise, but I was going to say, I guarantee it. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> because big pro- that's, uh, that's a big promise right there. Yeah. But on this week's episode, we're going to take you on a little trip to a little planet called Not Hoth. Yes. For. Ruby Dixon's Ice Planet Barbarians. And before we just jump right in there, uh, just gentle reminder, this is not a spoiler-free review. This is not a spoiler-free podcast in any way. So if you haven't read the book and you want to without being spoiled on the details, and we get into pretty much all of them, turn back now. Especially the dirty ones. Yes, the filthy ones are the the most concerning, but any detail at all uh, is fair game. So... Come hang out with us later when you finish the book. We would love to have you. But uh, if you don't want to be spoiled, this is your last warning. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like Krista said, we're going to get into Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. And this series just blew up last summer on Book Talk. Yeah, it's every. I, I feel <laughs> like if you've read any romance or you're on any type of like book social media you have seen this book mentioned somewhere like someone's read it or I actually read the first four in the series uh in this series and then also the first four of the Fireblood Dragon series while I was on vacation last year (laughs) and um they were I really enjoyed them not to get too far ahead into the review but um Point of interest, too, Ruby Dixon is actually the pen name for an allegedly traditional author on the New York Times bestseller list. So we have another mysterious author, along with Alexis Hall, that has made their way into our little show. I like to think of Ruby Dixon as, like, the bookish Banksy, <laughs> where it's like, it could be anyone. Like, who could it be? They're, like, smutty superheroes. Yeah. Or I like to imagine that it's just, like... A really like just so far in the opposite direction author almost i think we've said like stephen king man <laughs> like stephen king. uh i have a friend that said uh her her working theory is that it's stephen king um which i love that would be so. amazing that would be amazing <laughs> um yeah well actually this is a perfect segue because uh speaking of sort of darker themes uh the book starts off darker than I thought it would. Same. I was like, like wow, this beginning is kind of rough. Like, Yeah, you look at the cover. <laughs> you look at the cover, like the new cover or the new, the old one, really, and it just looks like it's going to be a fun little romp in the snow with some giant blue aliens, right? Yeah. Wrong. Well, I, so Wrong. For some reason, I thought that this book was about like humans that had like traveled purposefully to another before i like had read anything i just like saw it and i was like oh it's about humans who have traveled to like another planet and are almost like colonizing it and then they meet the locals and then just fuck them if only <laughs> but that's 
very much not it. It starts off so much worse because you meet. It's like where all the trigger, like almost 90% of the trigger warnings are just in the first chapter. Yeah, it's it's dark, man. Like it it kicks off with Georgie, the, the female main character, getting abducted in the middle of the night and thrown into some grimy holds with, like, a half dozen other terrified women. Yeah, just everyone's in their pee. It's, like, the worst pajama party of your life. <laughs> oh, my God. Because they're all in their pajamas, right? Yeah. Because they, like, abduct them while they're sleeping. And Georgie has, like, this thought where she's like, I wish I didn't wear, like, a little shorty pajama set. Like, I wish I wore flannel pajamas. <laughs> yeah. It's really fucking sad. Yeah, as if things weren't terrifying enough for women, now we have to have this fear of, like, even our romance novels, like, you can't even go go to sleep because you're just gonna wind up oh god yes shoeless. i'm depressing myself Why am I, what's crazy is for a book that ends up being so much like in series that ends up being so much fun and kind of funny yes like the beginning of this one is very dark well i read too that i think i think i read this this is gonna be in the editor's notes next time and i remember i know what you're gonna say and i remember you bringing it up to me yes but, and i fully, fully believed it because one, I think I'm gullible. <laughs> if you say something with enough authority, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fact. But also, you're so thorough and well-researched that I'm like, it's got to be true. Well, I read somewhere that Ruby Dixon said she was just coming out of reading a ton of dark romances when she started writing this. And I was like, well, damn, it it shows. Um, because, again, the the whole abduction beginning and the the whole bit with being thrown in the hold and all these women are being tormented by these alien captors. Yeah. You get, you get like at least one rape. Yeah. And it's it's like, well, it's brutal. It it is. And it actually, I noticed that because I've read this book three times in the past year. Um, Once last year on vacation, once you and I buddy read it Mm -hmm. with also my partner read it with us and then rereading it for this. And, I read different versions. I read the Kindle Unlimited version first. Which is the only one that I have read. Then I read the new print edition with the really pretty covers. And the assault in the new book is much, it's glossed over a little bit. Like, it's still Mm -hmm. clear that it happens, but the details aren't as, like, in your face. And I just, I'm just gonna say, like, it's unnecessary to use sexual violence in this story. Like, Yeah, I completely agree. And there's enough terror happening in the like the other parts of the story at this point that I mean, it's yeah just li- being abducted is kind of enough <laughs> well yeah they're being yeah. abducted they're taking the little night they don't know where they're going they're being starved they're given these like seaweed bur- they have to shit in a bucket like yeah there's enough going on that you're like okay I, I understand that that these people are terrified the humans don't know what ha- fate has in store for them like we don't also have to threaten sexual yeah. violence yeah. i just don't like you're i, I feel like you're you kind of know because they learn pretty quickly like oh they're gonna sell us basically into sexual slavery they so think, i feel like well, that is kind of enough they also were concerned that, that they're gonna it's be more than enough eaten yes so yeah so they like don't know so it's it's enough to be scary for those reasons um but once you get past these first few chapters it really does take a turn um because the women in the hold get word because one of the one of the captives, Kira, has this like translator piece stapled to her ear so she can hear what's going on. They can't communicate 
back like, to them. Back but, to the, yeah, but, but she's she getting like passive information. Saying. Yeah. So she basically hears that there's some kind of issue with the ship and they well, are going to be offloaded. Well, because I think it's first that they, they the women are finally like, you know what? We're making a plan to like fight back. Yes. And just when, and of course, like Georgie, our main character, they're like, oh, because she speaks with any kind of authority and all these women are like, yeah. you know what? You're our new leader. So just yes. whatever you want to do. So, of course, as soon as they start to enact this plan and they're like, all right, we're going to fight back. There's an engine issue. And then, yeah, detachment the, commence. Yeah, the cargo hold has to be offloaded while the aliens that took them uh, or, like, work on fixing their engine issues. So the the women then make a choice that they're like, the women in the hold are extra. There's actually women in stasis mm-hmm. that are in, like, tubes in the wall. So, like, the, the women that have been taken that are left in this kind of, like, grimy cage situation are, like, we're just bonus. Like, we're just, like, yeah. them getting greedy on their stop on Earth. So we need to in fight case something if is, we in want. In case something's wrong with one of the two girls, they'll just exactly. swap us out. So um, Georgie, like you said, is, like, the de facto leader and plans a little rebellion that's, that takes place while the cargo holds being jettisoned off the main ship. And they go tanking towards some unknown planet. And Georgie ends up killing one of the guards, which she calls basketball heads, because I guess they just, they have, yeah, they like, have orange like textured. Orange heads, yeah. yeah. Um, she ends up killing one of them before they crash into the planet. And, a, and like, everyone's hurt. A couple women die, which is also, again, the book starts off dark. I swear yeah. it takes a turn. I swear it's actually it funny. Like it, it, Yes. It, the, but, the tone of the beginning is very different than the the rest of the book and especially the series but once everyone comes to turns out they've crash landed on some frozen hellscape that liz dubs not hoth because she's a mega nerd and we love her her. and uh georgie is the least injured of the crew so she gets voluntold to go out and like you you're like uh you know what you're our leader again like although i feel like she displays like very little actual leadership qualities but they're like oh you know what it's you girl yeah go um, ahead have fun yeah go go on wander this strange ice planet and just mm-hmm. here's some dirty ass guards clothes well and they know they have limited time too because Save the us, aliens Georgie, are like, our only ho- help us georgie you're our only hope <laughs> So they have limited time because the other aliens are supposed to come back and pick yeah. them up and take them on to like whatever their final destination was meant to be. Yeah. So she goes wandering out into the tundra in like a an alien space suit yes. that doesn't fit her because their bodies are different and like yeah, old boots and like dirty clothes. They've been in the, this hold for weeks, so everyone is like filthy. Yeah. They're half starved. Again, I can't stress the shitting into a bucket part. Oh, it's yeah. It just and it got like slopped all over people yeah, um, during oh, the, yeah, crash. the crash, and so everyone smells uh, the pink like guy. a shaken up uh, like, porter potty. Actually, like the fact that not all like everyone in this didn't end up with pink eye at some point or is sepsis the most, is or the, like is the most unbelievable part of the whole book. <laughs> so. Uh, well, good news for Georgie. She is not out for very long uh, before she... Well, she starts, like, exploring, like, yeah, some she, of the flora and fauna yeah, of this planet. almost eaten by these weird stick tree fish. monster yeah. fish things. I and... picture them as, like, blobfish, but with, like... Sharp, pointy teeth. Yeah, like, I don't... 
Um, and they have trees that look like eyelashes, which I have tried like doodling out some of the, like what I think they look like. And I, I just need someone more talented than I am Same. I to draw like my, so not Hoth for me. I've just been learning more and more that my brain, like this was one of those things I think on like TikTok or something that blew my mind where it's like, oh, how people's brains actually work. And it's like, oh, not everyone like hears like their own voice in their head. Like some people actually see pictures and things. I am very much like, okay, I just hear my own voice. So I have trouble. I have to like sit and actually actively think and picture things and how they look where it's just not, I don't just like read it and like oh, an image pops in my head. I have the movie reel, so, which, which I wish why I had. I, which is why I like to like doodle things. I'm not, tell, I can't draw like just <laughs> to be clear for everyone, but I like to like doodle out some things to kind of like help parse out how I see it in my head. Um, which is what I was, I was trying to figure out how eyelash trees work. Uh, I didn't get very far. Um, yeah. But this, this is why I like fan art. Because yeah, I can just, I, like, I other, live for fan other art. Other more talented people will do the work for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> no. I just like other more talented people to do the work for me. And then I can just decide for myself, like, yes, that's how I pictured it. Or no, that's not how I pictured it. Or like, kind of like this. Or, like, an amalgamation of these two things. I will never turn down a good visual aid that someone has done yes. for, like, a book. I, I, I love I love it. to see that. So. It's my favorite. It's my favorite thing to do once I've finished a book is to just, like, die. If I'm, like, really into it, then I'll, like, go deep and go oh, hard with the so fan art. It's so good for a hangover. Yeah. Like, a book hangover, not oh, a regular yes. hangover. No, it fan, doesn't, fan art it does doesn't do anything for regular. It does fuck all for that. <laughs> So, where were we? So uh, she's exploring and having oh, some. She's yeah. Some she's getting acquainted with the local flora and fauna because then she also gets. I think like while she's wandering around, she of course gets caught in, in a, a trap. Yeah. yeah. So and she's captured by what looks like a big furry monster. A blue, furry. like the. Uh, well, not really. oh yeah, because he's got the shawl. Yes, yeah, he's wearing like a fur cloak, but so great I news. Like, I was like, I know shawl is not accurate, but it's he's all, wearing it's, like a fur cloak. Yeah, um, but it's not a monster. It's a big horny alien who <laughs> wakes Georgie up I by mean, burying his big blue face between her legs. Yes, I mean he's not and, immediately horny, but then he. Well, sees I mean, her. literally horny. He has like oh, he's like seven feet tall and has yes. blue skin and glowing blue eyes and like plate armor. On his face, and he has horns and a tail. Yes, he's you're like, right. He's like winter variant Hellboy. Am I into that? Like, I I had a lot of thoughts at, at you're this like, part. Am I into Hellboy? Yeah, I think I am into Hellboy. <laughs> um, but I love this part because Georgie says, It wasn't a monster come to eat me. It was this monster who's come to eat me out. Yes, because, well, <laughs> before that happens, we meet... Our main male character, Vectal, yes, who basically gets Georgie out of this net and immediately starts resonating for her. Yeah, which he's like, he's at the purring. time we're like, we're like, what the fuck? You're reading it and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? It's my like my my clee is thrumming and you're. I, I literally, I think when I was reading it, I remember texting you and just being like. What the fuck is a quee? I don't even think, I think I was calling it like a, a cooey for a good, like, maybe when I read the whole thing, I was calling it a cooey. To be fair. And I was like, what is this? It doesn't, so you, 
as an audience, you're like, I don't know what this means, but you get a kind of hint that it's like, oh, he's like, this is my mate. I found my mate. And oh, now yeah, I my just want to dick- resonance. Like, my what is that? Resonance? Now I'm going to dick you down. Well, and that's, I have to say, the the tone of voice change between Georgie's point of view and Vectal's point of view is great. And I think Ruby Dixon does a great job establishing how Vectal thinks and talks and the way that he speaks to her and the mm-hmm. type of language that they use. The people are the Sakwi. And um, it's it's why I think that she legitimately is like a an uber famous regular author and that she just moonlights writing monster smut for us, which I am so grateful for. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. And it, Vectal has like a really particular way of speaking, which if you read the book, you know. Um, yeah, but it I, is really, he's like a fucking cinnamon roll. It is. And I think it, it's cool because they have like, like this alien race has their own kind of like culture. Mm-hmm. And, and it would have been so easy to just make him like a, some cliche like caveman where they're like oh me vectal you georgie yeah me, n- you're whatever because <laughs> you wouldn't see pussy and i couldn't think of a <laughs> whatever the sakwi word for pussy is yeah yeah no they he's <laughs> i'm I surprised think we don't learn that in this book actually <laughs> there's actually there's a great part where he's like examining her and he's checking, he's quote unquote checking for injuries. Yes, because so for the Sakwi, like when they resonate, you're like meant to be partners, like you're mates. And so it, it's this cultural, like culture clash where like it's earthlings and Sakwi like coming together. Yes. And like all of the big differences in society for those two groups. <laughs> um, he, he thinks that they're like meant to be together. So he's yes. looking her over and, and he he's saying know, like, like oh, oh, she's geez. so soft. Like she has five fingers. Like why? Like he's looking at her saying this alien yeah. looks weird. And we never get that. We always get humans looking at aliens being like, oh, you're blue and seven feet tall and you've got horns and yeah. a tail. And it's, I like that we get his perspective on like, oh, you pink, you fleshy, are the, that we are the alien five fingered, five toes, or ten fingered, ten toes, whatever. Um, it's really cute. It's, it's like, I like, it, it's really fun. So, but yeah, back to pussy eating. Yes, always, which I, that's <laughs> one. The, the story of the moral of this podcast is. Well, maybe not moral, but the theme of this podcast is back to pussy, back to eating. pussy eating. So one, what a way to wake up. Like, yeah. goddamn. And two, I know what you're thinking. Consent. Consent is sexy. We know that you two love consent. You talk about it a lot. Well, Georgie does make it clear that she's super into it. Yes. Um, it so, just, it this, surprises her at first, and it does feel a little dubious consent. But yeah. then she makes it clear that she actually says, like... I, I could tell you what she says. Oh, okay, please. Because, well, my note is, um one, because of course, even his tongue is ribbed. Hell yeah. So he, she sees, like, oh, his body is, like, he's got, he's got these like, plates plate on his nose. But even his tongue is ripped. And then she says, this guy is eating my pussy like a champ. And then at one point she is surprised by the fact that he has horns and is like, holy shit. And then he finds a clit and she's like, oh, I'm good with it again. <laughs> Which, listen, this is this alien's first time with a human and he immediately finds the clit. You Earth boys have no excuse. Yes. Or, it, or girls or whoever. I, if you're uh, looking for it, it's there. Yes. And I also love that when you get his perspective, he doesn't know what a clit is. <laughs> so he refers to it as the strange nipple between her legs. Yeah. 
and keeps calling it, it, her, it her, third, third. her third nipple, and it made me laugh every fucking time. <laughs> it's really good. But, oh, but hysterical. yeah, a little doobies can set it first, but then Georgie's really into it, and she's like, hell yeah, make me come, blue man group. <laughs> and, and, um. Oh, God. That broke me a little. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just who I am. So, yeah, you, you get, the, the beginnings of Georgie and Vectal are really funny, because, Obviously, he's Sakui. She's human. They don't speak a common language. They have no fucking idea what the other person is saying. But again, very cleverly written on Ruby Dixon's part, because when we are in Vectal's POV, we get a kind of like, it's all in italics in in his part, but it's like the slurred together version of what he hears Georgie saying. And even though he doesn't understand it, we get... We can we, you can, tell you can what he's parse saying, it out and it's but, it's yeah. really funny and again it's like very phonetic yeah and, it's it's just really funny it's like almost like hearing like a muffled speech um yeah and it's so really it's, good I feel like it's almost I feel like it came off as very like almost lispy yeah where it was like oh like normally it's not like that oh like she's playing herself like me Georgie and you Victor like the George of the jungle no they're just having normal conversations speaking yes they're just speaking at each other yep and you get yeah I did like that you get like the interpretation of like what he hears from her speaking and he is seriously just this big ass cinnamon roll and he's so worried when he meets her that one she's soft and she's not built for like not Hoth winter um, but she also, she doesn't have any ridges and her eyes don't glow. And he, he says like, oh, you don't have a queen. I have to treat you like a kit, like a baby. Yeah. Um, and you don't have fangs and, and <laughs> you're because- just like woefully unprepared. So he's like, okay, yes. well, I'm going to provide for you. All I want to do is lick your kitty <laughs> and feed you. <laughs> I, everything about this book just makes me laugh. Well, because also, even the parts that are, like, well, not the beginning, but as it goes on, like, when you find out, like, that, oh, she doesn't have a qui, and and you basically learn, like, oh, fuck, like, if you don't have this, you're it's a death sentence on this yes. planet. Yeah, so But you don't really know what, because I feel like a big part of this book is figuring out, like, what the, like I said it's all before, world building. what the fuck is a queen? Yes. And why does she need it? So, but he goes on about it at length and he's like, okay, you're my mate. I need to get you, you need a queen. I need to like make sure you're covered for winter and you, you're fed and you won't eat raw food yeah. for summer. So I have well, to cook yeah, for also, you. Like, her, like after he eats her pussy like a champ. Um, he realizes like her wrist is hurt, so he like yes. really anytime Who she did is this to you? vaguely hurt, he like gets really concerned mm-hmm. and like very protective of like oh no. And so he's having this like is like his perspective, <laughs> and Georgie's like, um, hey, that was great, but I need to get back to the ship so that the rest of the women that I'm stranded here with don't freeze to death in this winter wonderland or get picked up by those alien fucks that like abducted us in the first yeah. place. But so he, they compromise. Yeah, they do, but also like because they can't understand each other, she's trying to get him like to go up the quote unquote mountain, which is yes. where the ship is, and he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. We gotta get somewhere warm. You need to eat, like yes. I need to heal you. So he has no clue like this other ship even exists. There's and their motivation that are yeah, so they're, yeah. And every time he's like heading somewhere, she's like, No, you're going the wrong way. And he's like, What you don't know what the fuck you're talking about? Like, 
just follow me. <laughs> well, they're piggyback riding. So they compromise and Hang they take a spider monkey. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but they actually have sex in this, uh, like a toilet. Yes. Uh, and they they stop at a heated stream to take a bath with some soap berries, which are real, yes. by the way. Um, didn't know that. But but that was the weirdest thing because he also before you learn their soap berries, he also uses them to clear out like. The stream from those like, like weird piranha piranha thing, yeah. So, so I'm like, oh, like you're using it to clear out the stream for you to drink, and it's soap. I was like, I would feel like you wouldn't want to use Some that as your drinking berry. water. But I don't know if soap berries are edible. I'm tr- I'm looking at you to tell me this, but I don't know if they're edible. You know, I just know that, that you can notes. wash with them. I did look that up because uh, I was like, soap berries, what the fuck? Yeah. So they go to this heated stream and take a bath because Georgie is uh, not good. Because like like you said, Vectal's constantly looking over yes. her and being like, oh, you're injured. And oh, like now I notice that you are a little dirty. Um, and so they strip down and hop into the stream. And boy, oh. do we get a f- fucking treat here she gets it georgie gets an eyeful and she of course does what anyone would do and she checks out the goods uh, please and, tell me about the goods well, i would love says, to hear about them hung like a horse really never had much of a meaning until now uh, of course and then of course she's like trying not to look she's trying to be subtle and it's a. Uh, it's not happening but then i know at one point she says so okay he's got a textured huge cock with a bony protruding knob an inch or so above it. Hmm. Wonder what that could be for. You know, if nothing else, we love a fancy pecker on this show. Like, this? it might be, like, my favorite <laughs> fancy <thing> pecker. <laughs> I'm sorry. Odd, I find that an oddly cute way to describe it. <laughs> it is fancy. Like, Saul in The Dragon's Bride had two of them. I, oh, what? Well, I can't tell you what book it is, but I did read a book with about a guy that had an eight-piece Jacob's Ladder piercing. Uh, we have... I mean, uh, Vectal got- here has the dick spur. Like, yeah. we just love a fancy setup. It's true. I mean, also, you, you have Cassian in Court of Silver... Like, the Akatar books. Oh, yeah. When you find out in Court of Silver Flames that his dick is so fucking thick that you can't <laughs> even fit a hand around it. And all I can... When I read that... I immediately pull. I feel like everyone who read that book <laughs> had like, this exact reaction where you read like Nesta could barely get her fingers around it and you immediately lift up your hand and you hold your hand up and try to like get your fingers close like but not touching. <laughs> and you're just like, damn, girl. Like, I feel like when you just hold your hand up, you're like, oh, that doesn't seem that big. But when you hold it around other objects, then you're like, oh no, that shit is, that's thick as fuck. You want to put that where? And then it's, fun fact about us, it has become a running joke where we will send, whenever we find giant, thick, phallic phallic objects, we will take pictures of ourselves holding them and then we'll send it to each other with the caption, Cassian question mark? So basically, basically if Cassian anything, is our favorite bat boy and we will be taking no arguments. And also, if anything happens to the two of us, delete our text threads to each other. Oh, like yeah. they are not safe spaces. No. Um, we're, but yeah. We're terrible. 
So, so back to Vectal's peen. Yes. He's basically a <laughs> rabbit <laughs> vibrator <laughs> with a personality. Yes. Sorry that we unsurprisingly went off on a dick tangent. A fancy penis tangent? Yes. yes. Um, yes. Vectal. Back to Vectal. Sorry. Vect- they yeah. take a bath. Uh, oh, Georgie takes this moment uh, in the bath, in the stream, to teach Vectal how to kiss. And what does he call it? <laughs> oh, it is the uh, the human something. I have it somewhere. Which note? It's he calls it mouth touching or something the, the like that. Human custom of, of mouth, mouth joining. Mouth, mouth joining. That's okay. It. Yeah, it's yeah, the uh, human custom of mouth joining. But she uses it as like a negotiation tactic where she's like, Georgie will keep kissing you if you take my ass up that mountain. And he's like, I feel- really like I don't know heavy petting, a little mouth mating. That's all it takes for Vectal because no, he's fucking game. Because I think it's also a little bit like she basically decides like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use sex to get what I want. Yes, well, so, she's also into so him. She, it's yeah, not like is. purely. So she's like, I'm into this. She sees the dick spur and she's and like, this hmm. will help get me to my end game quicker. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of like, it, we won't. We will also join mouths, but I'll also like, you could put it in. I'm pretty sure she grabs his dick. It too and is like I think so. Like, listen, you take me up that Keep mountain. Up. I will make it worth your while. She does fuck up a little bit though because Vectal tries to stop for the night and Georgie gets really impatient because she's been gone for like a couple of days now and she's like, these women could be dead and I need to get back to them. And so she stomps off in the snow and accidentally falls into a nest of metlacks, which are like Arctic monkeys. <laughs> not the band. Not the band. Yeah, not the band, obviously. So like um like, they're like, don't they, aren't they weirdly described as like Chewbacca? Yeah, they're like, but like little, but but like, like a white Chewbacca, which would j- just be the abominable snowman. Yeah, they're like a bumble, a bumble. They're like smaller bumbles, um, and not nearly as sweet. And Vectal has to come rescue her ass, and he's like grumpy as shit afterwards. And they get back to this cave, and. He's, I think he tries to be mad at her, but again, he's just a cinnamon roll, so it doesn't work for very long. And Georgie does a really sweet thing where she takes time to try to learn his language, so she'll point. They exchange names. He calls mm-hmm. her Shorshi. Shorshi. It's kind of cute. And it then is. she'll point to like her hair, and she'll say her, the English word for hair, and Vector will do his. And they, they basically do this around the cave, then they start getting to body parts, then they start getting to more interesting body parts. Yeah. And Georgie's like, she feel, I feel fuck like, it. Yeah, she basically starts feeling him up, and is like, I'm ready to go. And then, but this is when she also, re- like, she's like, th- she like really teaches him how to kiss before. Oh yeah, like before it was like a little preview, because little then smooch. it's like, oh, it was like a lot of texture play, like being explored, and basically Vectal is ribbed all over. He's ribbed for her pleasure, <laughs> he literally. Really is. His tongue is ribbed. Yes. And uh, then, of course, he goes down on her again, which we love. And we discover that horns make great handlebars. Yes, we do. Because she literally, like, hangs on for the ride. And <laughs> he's just, like, keeping her on the edge. She's begging him to get inside of her. Well, he's and got then he, that massive hog leg. And yeah. she's like, let's fucking go. Oh, I want to yeah. see what that dick's bird do. Yes, but first he's like, "Oh no, I'm still, I'm still having my meal, girl." Oh yeah. So he uh, tongue fucks her, <laughs> and basically thrusts his tongue in and rubs her G spot. Yeah. yeah, 
Because she's a and, she has like the best orgasm of her life there. Well, she basically like at this point, like this first sex scene, she's just like coming like crazy. Because she's and right. like ready for him. Finally, she's like ready for him to fill her up. I'm I'm pretty sure it actually says fill her up. I mean, you know we love a And then up. she finally, of course, once it's in, figures out what that bony knob is for. Oh yeah. Which I one of the things that I was like a little bit like Come on, girl. Once you saw that, because as they're having sex, I guess it's one of those things when you see it out of context, it doesn't immediately like connect with you. But then she says she had a rabbit vibrator and then she's like, oh, this is like my rabbit vibe. And I was like, really? You didn't see that thing and immediately go, oh, I know what that's going to be like, especially because you were looking at that dick. (laughs) (laughs) But but anyway, he's got the ridges. On his dick, so they're rubbing on the G-spot. And I said, girl basically can't stop coming. He's a walk... <laughs> I literally wrote, he's a walking orgasm factory. He really is. Yeah. And, uh, and then my favorite is at the end, she says, it's a good thing you can't make me pregnant, buddy. Famous last <laughs> words. Minor spoiler alert. <laughs> like... Come on, girl. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't have put that in the ether. You jinxed yourself. Yeah, I'm sorry. This was you. You spoke it into existence. Yeah. So you just um, knocked yourself up. He's also like walking on sunshine after that. He's like calling her my sweet resonance, and he says he says some really cute as fuck shit though. He goes, he "Does but my she, sweet resonance makes me laugh every oh, yeah, time." Me too. But he says she's strong in heart and spirit, and creative and enthusiastic in the furs. Like what? <laughs> He's so fucking delighted the with not, her. Like the Sakwi version of she's a lady in the streets, but a freak exactly. In the oh my. And he says, from now until my spirit departs this plane, there shall be none for me but her. She was just trying to get it in, and he's in love with her. And I I do like that he, it's like a him falling first situation where he's like, I would do anything for you. And she's like, I was just, I just wanted to see what that dick spur did. Yeah. Like, Like, I just needed to know, tell me about them ridges. All of this brings me to a very important question that I don't think we've discussed in our initial reads of this. Um, But if you were Georgie or any of these women, really, Mm -hmm. in this situation, would you fuck the big blue horned dick spurred alien? I feel like I kind of would. (laughs) Like, I'm just saying, I watch a lot of Doctor Who, and I'm not saying I'm not attracted to Madame Vostra. And like... The, I know the doctor looks like a human, but he's still technically an alien, or she's oh, technically I would an fuck, alien. Yeah, I would fuck the doctor. And, like, if you think about it... <laughs> but that's an easy one to say you would fuck the doctor, because... But, like, Star Wars, too. Like, I mean, technically, Obi-Wan Kenobi is an alien, and I'd climb that like a tree. And no. the Mandalorian, and Cassian Andor, and, like... Oh, Cassian Andor, don't get me on another tangent. We've already gone over Kylo Ren. I, apparently, I just have a thing for Cassians, uh, or Cass's, <laughs> like... That is true. That I'm is ins- like a that yeah. is like a theme in uh, yeah people that fictional characters we find attractive. Yes, but I feel like it very much depends on the alien because I think when you were like, oh, Doctor Who, they I was look like, the majority. The majority of aliens in Doctor Who, I don't know. I don't know. I've never done a count of like which Doctor Who ali- which Doctor Who beings I would fuck and which ones I wouldn't. <laughs> but I feel like immediately I think of like 
the the Santorans and the I would potato not, people. I would not fuck the Santorans. No offense to the Santoran people, but like these, <laughs> like the Sakwi. I mean, all they want to do is feed you and keep you warm and eat you out. They're basically and, like, like a giant walking sex toy. Like, how could you not? Now, like, uh, would I want to stay there and live there forever? No, that planet is actually my fucking nightmare. I would hit it and firmly quit it. <laughs> oh, breaking alien hearts all well, over yeah. the universe. And because also, as we've established from episode one, I am all about a fill-up with no consequences. And the Sakui people are all about a fill-up with consequences. Oh, yeah, they have a real breeding kink. We yes. we get Which into why, of, though. Yes. And it's part of, like, the mating thing and all this stuff. So there yes. is, like, an actual reason for it. But so I'm I'm good on that. Like yeah. I'm just here I'm here for a good time and not a long time. I mean like on the ice planet. But if it was like a nice like a nice tropical a, a planet. Spring, summer or fall planet, <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? I, I could I could do this. I could live here. I could make a home. I here. could fuck here. Yeah. <laughs> on the reg. I could fuck here on the reg. <laughs> Anyway, I'm I'm nothing I'm sorry. I had to know. I realized we'd never talked about it before, uh, and it, it just I, needed answered. Yeah, it's a good question. I think. So uh, back to Georgie and Vectal. He's still got that post O glow, and uh, that is quickly uh, dampened when he stumbles upon the frozen corpse of Dominique, yeah, one no, of the women nothing, from the ship. Yeah, nothing. Th- nothing will ruin your post like sex high. Then finding a dead fucking body in the snow. Well, and then he... Bone, real boner killer. And he realizes why Georgie needs to go back up yeah, why, the mountain. Yeah. And also that there's more women. And for him, this is a huge fucking deal because his community is basically drying, like, dying out. They had, a like, a sickness come through. and a, The queen sickness. Yeah, there's, like, four women in their tribe. And there's, like, a lot of unmated males. So when he meets Georgie, he's like, I never thought I would resonate. Yes, because you also find out that unless they're mated, they can't, their their species can't procreate without having a mate. So, yeah, without the resonance. So they they could fuck, but there'll be no consequences. No kits. So their people are basically on the verge of dying out. So they haul ass up this mountain, and Vectal gets to meet the rest of the abducted humans who who ambush them with snowballs as if that would do a damn thing. It's really, I appreciate that they were ready to fight to the last man. Yes. And it's, again, Liz leading the charge here. Um, And I love Liz. Liz But they're all, we find out that the humans are, like, not just in rough shape because they're frozen and filthy and just starving and generally beaten up from the crash, but they're all just kind of sick now. Yes, you basically, the, the planet is slowly killing them. Yes. So, for... For Vectal, he basically just found out there's a half dozen human women on the planet, and he can resonate for women, human women. And so, theoretically, his his people could, too. Yes. So, it's alien Christmas for this one. Like, yeah. he's stoked on it. He's like, all right, we got to get the women to safety, but I can't just carry you down one by one. So, they have to go back to his home caves, pick up some more muscle. And then yes. come back but, before the other aliens get back. Yes. And, and I, Kira is a delight here because she's sort of translated. It's, oh, yeah. it's the most like straightforward communication we get between Georgie and Vectal. Yeah, and up I also, to this moment. Yeah, and I also love that the other women immediately call Georgie out for like they know like 
girl, you fucking this dude. You be fucking. And like, I love, yeah. And of course, and Georgie, of course, because she always feels guilty about everything. And she's like, oh my God. I, I, she's been thinking in her head, like, ooh, I've just been having this great, like, wild sex romp, and these women are slowly dying. They're going to hate me. And she's kind of like, oh, I can explain. And Liz goes, I wouldn't. Just let us imagine for a bit and feed us. I don't care if you fucked an entire stadium of aliens if you give me something hot to eat. <laughs> Again, Liz I just, is a treasure. I She's a love gift. Liz. She's Ugh. so... And if you too love Liz... um, You'll be happy to know you get to see a lot more of her in this series. So. In more ways than one. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, so they, they take off yep. for, after they spend the night, they leave the women with some of the blankets that they brought from the caves. Yes. And they're heading down the mountain. Yes, but I do enjoy that they spend one night and Vectal is immediately salty because he like is like, all right, I've, I made it, so let's do this. And Georgie's like, dude, not in front of the other women. And he's Who like, are dying yes, in literally front like, of me. And dying, dying. And he is so salty he's about it. He's like, eh, these fucking bitches. <laughs> it's so hilarious. Yeah. Like, dude, take a chill pill. Like, you had like an all night sex romp. Like, you can, you can take a break. Your dick can take a break tonight. Yeah. It, you met her three days ago. Just like, chill. Yeah. So, so they start getting down the mountain there, like two days away from the home caves and they stop overnight at what Vectal calls the cave of elders. But plot oh. twist, it's actually a spaceship because Vectal's people turns out got stranded on not Hoff 300 years ago and are also not native to this world. Yes. So everyone's a tourist on not Hoth. Yes. Georgie gets this data dump where she talks to the ship's computer, which has been in like hibernation mode mm -hmm. for 300 years and she finds out where they are in the universe, that they stand very little chance of getting home again because they're in another solar system altogether. Oh, and also everyone's going to fucking die unless yes. they get a cootie because there's some element in the air that humans can't breathe. And when we were yeah, saying you, it looked like everyone, like every, the planet is slowly killing them. It is. You um, find, so this is where you finally find out what the quee yes. is. And it's basically like a parasite. alien parasite yeah. that... They, and they have like eight days. Yes, that total. They, like in, that even like Vectal's people originally, like when they crashed on the planet, they ingested this parasite and it merged. Yes, with so, them, so they kind of like cohabitate inside. Yeah, so if you, and it keeps them alive and kind of slightly transforms their bodies to make them it, the planet more hospitable for them. Yeah, it's like a stats boost. You get yeah. like cold weather upgrades and like some sweet glowy eyes and shit. And, no, and you don't die, which is also the most important. important part. But yeah, basically, it's get it or die. But the computer also gives her a language dump to her brain. So we f this is the first this time in the book. I literally have, in all caps, finally. Yes, they get to have an actual conversation. Yes, and Vexel freaks out because he doesn't know it's a ship in the 300 years yeah, since the just, crash landing. She just passes the fuck out. And of yeah. course, well, overprotective Vectal is like, my sweet resonance, what has happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> Cave of Elders killed you. <laughs> and and he uses this moment when they can have a, a real conversation to say those sweet nothings to her. And he says to her, you are weak in many, many places, but a delicious cunt. <laughs> what romance. Yes. Who, what? 
Well, that's what everyone wants to hear. Yes. Which, you know what? He's not, it's not super wrong. But I, it's just, it's, they have but, that distinct way of speaking and it's fucking hysterical. It is. And I also enjoy, so this is where like they finally have a conversation about like, hey, he says to her, like, you're my mate and what it means. And yes. The, and like, if she'll get a quee and, um, and she's still kind of like, I don't know if I'm actually going to get this or if I still want to try to leave. And this was where I have in my note, I would hit it and quit it too cold. (laughs) Um, But then while he's explaining it, he does, when he explains like what resonance is to her, he leaves out a very important detail, which is basically that like, this means that I'm going to knock you up. Yeah. And she's still like living in this fantasy land of like, it's completely impossible. We're different species. Yeah. You um, could never, because that never happens. They do have the important conversation, though, that Georgie isn't just, like, Georgie wants to have the conversation with all of the humans now that they have this information. You know before. this annoyed me. Yes, I know it did. She, Georgie is so, like, all right, we, like, I was like, why does getting the quee have to be a group decision? Yeah, like, like if why you want to stay, you decide to stay, and if some people want to leave and they're able to leave, let them leave. Like it was just so stupid to me. I was like, why does it have to be an all or nothing? I maybe this is dumb as fuck. I know, I know, it bothered you. And thinking about it now, I'm wondering if it's like they were like, we either need everyone to help battle these other aliens when they come back to pick us up to like fight our way off planet. Even I don't though, buy this. even though everyone's fucking sick. They're like they don't even they're like fighting the other aliens. Store, but though. they yeah, that's the only way they would be able to get off planet at this point. So, but I agree. Like, if you want to stay, stay. If you want to leave, yeah, leave. like join together. If they We're come all back, adults. yeah, like if they come back, join together, fight them off, and then whoever wants to leave can use their ship. I know that the whole point of the story is for them to be there and then to continue the series. So I get that part. <laughs> but I mean, I, I think it's also like I hate being cold. I hate the snow. Yes. Uh, so it, it's me that I was like, mm. <laughs> Come, why do you have to all stay? There has to be an act for resolution. Why, yes. yeah. But I understand why. I'm just being stupid and salty. No, I, I'm, I'm also like, like, I mean, listen, do what you want. Get over yourself, Georgie. Yes. So they... They get back to the... They finally get back to the yeah, home they cave. Start, yeah, they run into the best worst boy, Rahash... <laughs> No spoilers, but I unironically love Rahash, and nothing makes me happier than seeing but, him in the series. And so I, yes, and I also love that when they run into him, Georgie's kind of like cuddling up to Vectal, and because she, she's like a little shy and nervous. When he also and she starts, carries her piggyback style, well, like, she unintentionally starts giving him a tail job oh, yeah. in front of him, <laughs> and she doesn't realize, like, oh, I'm kind of jerking, and then she's like, ooh. What a great first meeting. What a great first impression. I just jerked you off in front of your best friend. <laughs> With, like, his tail, not, like, his dick, but, yeah. Yes, yeah. But, she, but he does tell Rahosh about, ooh, that there's other women and Rahosh is, and that he resonated for Georgie, and Rahosh is very excited. And Georgie is rightfully like, not pleased. She's like, this is not, like, a buffet for you guys. Yeah, like, like you get a wife, and you get yeah. a wife, and you get a wife. <laughs> So, and, and you meet some of the other people in the community, too. And Georgie sees how few women there are in the tribe, especially after this, like, queen sickness came through, and how few couplings there are left. Mm-hmm. And she also finds out that the women are pregnant for three years before they deliver. 
So well, it takes a long ass time does to increase. Yes, because in she two that we find that out. She talks to oh, the, the, healer. Yeah, the healer. Yes, the um, Malak, I think, is her name. Um, so it takes a really long ass time to contribute to this population, and there's not even very many people to do it. So you can see that they're in like dire straits as far as yeah. surviving goes. Yeah, so Vectal like tells. His people, like, all about, like, what's going on, like, rescue, they're making rescue the rescue mission, plan. Humans. But also, my favorite thing is that Pro- Professor Vectal teaches Human 101, yeah. and this is where he tells all his his boys about uh, her third nipple. And Rahash says, is she deformed? She's <laughs> deformed. And I love that they also, like, some of them are like, oh, they're so ugly. Yes, and Rahash is the one that's like, oh, they look so bizarre. And Vectal gets really pissy about it. And he's like, she's beautiful to me. And she's, yeah. you know, she's everything. I would defend her to the death. To the death. And Rahash is like, yeah, she still looks weird, though. Um, <laughs> so, oh, oh, my God. And you know what? This is the part, the most unbelievable part, I think, in the story happens around here, where they're in... Vectal's cave the night before they leave to go back up the mountain and Georgie decides that she's late for her period and is therefore pregnant after well, a week on well, planet wait no because before this really back up a little bit yeah because right before this we get another spice scene where Georgie gives Vectal a blowjob and his whole body is vibrating and that's when I was like this man is a sex toy come to life. Oh, yes. Like, he's he's just a walking fucking vibrator. <laughs> and then they cuddle, and she feels the spur from behind. And she's kind of like a light bulb. I wonder what that would be like if he was uh, hitting it from behind. But then that is when the other shoe drops about what resonance actually means. Yes. Which is a fill-up with consequences, and only resonance mates can have kids. And then, yes, your point of, I said, <laughs> already knocked up alien super sperm. <laughs> like, I just, this yes. is the part that I'm like, that's not how menstrual cycles work. Yeah, like, I, I, I know, like, the alien sperm would be different and all that stuff. But you're still a human woman, I guess. I don't know. You wouldn't I, know like, yet. I don't know why. Maybe all the- I'm dumb. Maybe I don't actually know that much about conception. Uh, yeah, I mean, apparently. I plan. I plan to never know that much about conception, so Ditto. I am not going to ever be the expert. Fill up with no consequences. Fill up with no consequences. <laughs> um, but I also I don't know why in my head just now I thought of like is is his sperm and her like eggs. Is it almost like a the science experiment of like putting the baking soda with the vinegar and just a volcano? Exploding. It's just like a super. You're super fertile. Yes. The, but the deep space, the abduction, the brain download, all of that, I could suspend my disbelief for. But whatever, maybe it's because I'm shitty and I just can't help. But this is the one thing that I was like, Earth Girl cycles don't work like that. Yeah. But I realize that the point is to make the babies. So here we are, and so also we need ha- to. It give, was always going to happen. We also have to give Georgie some, you know, some stakes to stay on planet and not just be like, "Well, that was great. I'll tell stories about this until I die." Like I uh, would, firm, like I would firmly. Yeah, do. I mean, as you do. Yeah. So, but yeah, then I put then the re- it's the rescue rangers head out. They Rahash the, among them. Yes, I'm never going to stop talking about him. I'm sorry. He is the best. He the is. best boy. He is. He's and then, so mean. <laughs> 
He's so mean. He's so he, mean. I he don't is. Feel he's got grumpy. He, I actually have fan art of him in my phone of him making like a shitty, sarcastic face, and it's really funny. Every time I look at it, I laugh. I'm not yeah. saying I look at it a lot, but I do. But I look. But you look at Probably it. Probably look at it more than normal people do. <laughs> Read the second book. You'll understand why. It's so yes, good. It is really good. I uh, I preferred the second book. But it's just hysterical. It is. But anyway, I sorry, like that couple. Sorry. So yes, we're getting off my, track. As my Rahash tangent. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. So everyone's keen to get their first girlfriend and learn yes. about the third nipple. And they yeah, and they stop off at the elders' cave on the way, and a bunch of the Sakwi get the. Um, they learn English, so they get the like little translator zap. Yes. Because and they're like, we ready to fuck. <laughs> yeah, they're like, how do I romance these Earth girls? Yeah. Our Earth, Earth girls Earth easy. Girls easy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they make Jeff it. Goldblum will know. <laughs> yes. So we make it back to the ship, and the girls are in rough shape. Yeah. They're like, they're, all, they're at death's door. It's, Georgie also takes this opportunity to tell Vectal, surprise, there's actually more women in stasis. Like, as if that could be bad news for this yeah, dude. Yeah, as if they were. Um, and a bunch I don't of know d- why they didn't just tell them from the beginning. Like, what was He was the clearly stoked be? on it. That, like, they were going to be like, you know what? You group are enough. So let's just leave those. A full dozen Earth girls? No. No. Yeah. This is only what all we we've been hoping for. What with all for. of you? And of course, one of the dudes is like, they don't know who, but someone like resonates oh, yeah. right they off start the purring. jump. It's just like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> When it freaks out, though, it does freak out the women. Yeah. I mean. Um, <laughs> because they're like, oh shit, someone's going to pump an alien baby into me. Yeah. Uh, but will the Earth girls stay on planet not Hoth? To the surprise of no one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the they, all yeah. of all of the stasis women are awakened. There are some tears shed. There yeah, what some conversations way, had. Imagine what a fucking way to wake up that you've been abducted by aliens. You think you're, you're asleep on in your bed, fucking ice planet. Yeah, and now you have to stay here and get this alien parasite put in you or fucking die. So that and you can are, become. So, so we're make we're giving you a quote unquote choice, but it's not really a choice. Yeah. So. You can either wait for these it's other like aliens to, give to the come back. Of consent and choice, but really, I'm like, th- this was a part where I was kind of like, you know what? For what the story is like, embrace a little more like the fact that this is dubious consent of like, well, like, of, like you, like there's you never they never really have it's the, the choice, choice to yeah. actually stay. Like they never even really look to see like, can we get back? It's just like. No, we're stuck here. We got to get this quee. Yeah. Like, I think we're, we're not going to be able to get off of here fast enough. So you have to get it. Kind yeah. Of thing. And they also, at this point, no one knows. They just know it's like a symbiote situation that's going to change their anatomy and allow them to breathe the atmosphere here and like withstand the cold. But they don't actually know what it is. And they're no. about to find out. Yes. But they also, it's Georgie find out like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely pregnant. Tells the girls. The girls think, do make I fun of her. Pre- and they... Well, my favorite, another, our girl Liz. Yeah. She's got all the best quotes. She says, because Georgie's like, I, clueless as Georgie's like, I have no idea how this could have happened. Like, I'm human. He's alien. I never thought he could make me pregnant. And Liz says, without missing a beat, a great Dane can make a Chihuahua pregnant. Guess which one you are. (laughs) So good. 
I think Tiffany is also the one that's like, you're pregnant in a week? Like, I, yeah. I appreciate the skepticism coming from some of the other women. Like, it it is unbelievable. So It is. Um, so, yeah, or it's the it's the part that I have the hardest time like getting over in what in, in this alien fucker romance. Yeah, it's the it's the pregnancy so, right off the jump. Yes. So Which, come on, like one and done, like that's that's a lot. Yeah. But yeah. So they are gonna go find the Kui. They also have they have trackers in their arms, so they have to like they cut, cut out, out the, the trackers. trackers. They put them in a nest of metlacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I'm sure when the uh, alien the captors come back, come back, yeah, they're gonna love that. But they have to hunt down this giant woolly creature, and it turns out the Kui is like a glowy heartworm. Yeah, they call it the belly worms. You have to cut a like a little hole a, in your neck. Yes. And it slithers into this open wound. <laughs> and and understandably, some humans get freaked out. Yeah. And all uh, of this, I would be like, I'm good. Let me die here. I think Liz is like, uh Fuck no. No. And you'll find out what happens there in book two. Yes. Uh, but they all do decide. Georgie, yeah, like, Georgie's ponies patient, up. Georgie is like, patient, patient zero. Yep. And then. Everyone else follows suit. Yes. And, and like, I mean, you said you'd be out. I, w- I, I would have. I Yeah, I would not stay. Would you have stayed? I'm a big fan of living. Uh, living and i just think that if i was like all right i can live on this hellscape and be it'll be slightly warmer but i'll still be alive like i don't i'm about to die of that atmosphere slowly setting me on fire internally or whatever so like i give me the glowworm i want the cool eyes so i feel like i would probably if i'm being practical eventually give in but I am nothing if not over dramatic, so I am very much like, "fuck me" and then let me die. Because to me, I'm like, "let me go out it, with a bang." Is it really living if you're living on a permanent ice planet where there's never not snow and it's never not freezing? Even when you get the quee, which makes things warmer, you're still fucking cold. You also and there's there's a what is it the the horrible season the and the bitter, season, the bitter season and the, and the brutal, brutal season. season. Just let me die. <laughs> it's not, again, is it really living if you have to live on an ice planet? But you get a, you know, you get assigned a boyfriend who's going to be obsessed with you. Yeah, but then consolation I could, or prize. I could, or I could just go home and buy a vibrator. <laughs> if going back to Earth was yes, an option. If it was an option, which I still feel like. They didn't make enough of an effort for the for. Well, I, they were I all kind of, dying. They were like I, really just about to I know, kick it. But I kind of I don't know why. I just wish like one or two of them were like, you know what? I'm good. I'm out, and they were able to go. I think in later in the series. So, Ice Planet Barbarians also has like the Ice Home <laughs> series. Like Twenty three books. There's yeah. There's a so. shit ton of books. If you like this, you have no limit to the the stories that you can read on this yes. with this community. Um but I think in the Ice Home series people do move around a little bit and there's corsairs also. So if you want like aliens that have like some of the Saqui in it, they might be like the unaltered ones from like the oh, the planet. So that may be out there for you. All right. But, good to know. Good to know. But back to the actual story. So yeah. like Georgie wakes up, she's got her Kui and she f- hears Vectal's Kui singing to her 
for the first time. And of course, it immediately gets her all horned up. Oh, yeah. And she's like, Ooh, just revved. Let's celebrate my resonance. But before they can, it's discovered that Rahosh kidnapped Liz. Oh, and they no. don't know. They, they fucked off. Where could where could they be? Because he's like a master hunter and tracker, and yes. Vectal's like, well, he's gone. Yeah, he's just, he's in the wind. He'll come oh, back later. Th- you know what? This is the second time during this podcast that I've gotten to use the phrase "he's in the wind," and I don't know why I'm very proud of that. It's a great phrase, and we yeah. so seldom have an occasion to use it. It's so. very true. So um, after after all of the Earth girls are saved, um, Georgie and Vectal celebrate a little. Yeah, they by cr- they christen her quee in the woods. By, they by, literally just go enough into the woods where they're like, they can't hear us fucking too loud. Yes. And then just go at it. And she introduces him to doggy style, which he yes. can't do with his people because their <laughs> tails get in the way. Which, to me, I also was like, really? Like, how? I, I'm curious about, like, how much in the tails, how much in the way are the tails? Like, can't you just move the tail? I, I don't I know don't how know. it. But, but I, I don't, don't know. know. I, I I haven't seen their tales enough to explore. And yes. To, and also, as we said, I can't really picture it in my head on my own. <laughs> so I was never going to know. Also, aside from the doggy style, we find out that the Kui has made Georgie super into the taste of Vectal's cum. <laughs> because I, she's like I, fingering herself while blowing him. And then and then he's like, all right, now I'm going to hit it from behind and you get and the that, dick spur action from the back. That lines up perfectly with her asshole. Yes. Uh, somehow it lines up perfectly with her asshole and her clit. It's it's truly magical. It is. You know what? I think I, I've wondered this about the dick spur because I've now read several of these books. Is it more like cartilage than it's not yeah, like, like, a, it's, like it's it's not fl- that bony, right? It's yes. a little flexible. That's it has to be because there's no way that that's going to feel good if it's just like straight That's what I'm thinking. It's hard. just like, like a, it's going to just rub your shit raw. Is it like your nose? Like it's just like flexible cartilage? Yeah, it's got I mean we may never know unless they've answered it in one of the books I haven't gotten to yet. Where's the Ice Planet Barbarian subreddit? Yes, I need, need to ask you a question. The world needs to know. But I would think it has to be like... It's yeah, a little it's flexible. It's got to be more, yeah, yeah, at least, yeah. yeah. So, And I feel like... I, and I don't know. To me, it would have to be like a little squishy. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't want it to be too hard. No, like you don't want again, it to like it wreck your, your shit. shit raw. Like yeah. you just be like, oh, <laughs> just fucking destroy your poor little clit. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, and... And with this, though, Vectal does go, I mean, he's super into the light anal. Who would have guessed? <laughs> the light anal. I mean, it, 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 it we is, have to it say is. it's light. It's, it's not like, like... It's like the almost the alien equivalent of, like, putting a finger up there. <laughs> exactly. It's like experimental yeah. anal. Um, we'll and pr- that's we'll it. Probe it. Yeah, and then, well, the little green men do come back and... They get the metlacks. They leave pissy. Yeah, they 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 fuck off and happily ever after. And that's it. That's Ice Planet Barbarians. It is. Well, can I say yes? One thing, and I've only read three books of this, but one thing, that, and I think we've talked about this before. That question that I was left with, that I was like, have been so far in the three books I have read. Minor spoiler for those. Why was there no like Georgie on top, like, ca- like reverse cowgirl kind of position? Like Maybe I was like, you think with like the spur, and I feel like for three books, 
I don't know why I was very invested in <laughs> some girl on see, top. Because I'd be like, dude, this would be super hot. Like, go for it. And for three books, I didn't get it. And I was kind of bothered by it. Uh, I would expect that in 23 like books, a lot of we same, get it yes, at some point. But you're right. I, I don't think. Yeah, it was like a lot of the same positions. And I think, like, because, of course, for the Sakui, they can't do it doggy style. So that's a very big thing for them. But because we're human and we can't do it doggy style, I was like, okay, like, but what about, you got to explore some other things. See what that, put that spur to work. Variety is the spice of life. Yes. Yeah, that's I, that was, the fact that I was like, I have to talk about this on the podcast. I, the world needs to know. Apparently, I have 19 other books to read because I also want to know this. So, yes, I will let you if, if I find out. Yeah, you're um, farther than I, I think. Just by too, one. Yeah, you're yeah. not that much farther than me. Yeah, well, and then I read The Holidays, the little shorts mm-hmm. from, so there's there's that too. Oh, yeah, but there's like the honeymoon, like the, the honeymoon. In yeah, the I re-released honeymoon. ones, they have the bonus honeymoon, which... So I own the paperback, and the only thing I read in the paperback version was the bonus honey- honeymoon. But Georgie and Vectile's honeymoon is actually hella depressing. They yeah, like go it back is. to the ship and and bury the women that didn't make it. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, because I was like, ooh, honeymoon, like we're gonna get a fun like last fuck scene, which you do kind of get in that, but it's tampered by the fact that it's like a a burial and it's real depressing yeah <laughs> this book the book starts how it ends depressing yeah but, but that's that's kind of it, it though i think yes. the rest of them are relatively but they are there might they're be a little later like, there they're might much be later like, fair there might be like a little stream of darkness but it's not like for the most part it's a conflict it's it like is normal a, conflict exactly yeah so um i mean i guess having read this book three times in a year i do have to say i like it the first is not my favorite, though, and I, I've probably made it extraordinarily clear up to this point that number two is my favorite uh, because it is what it's everything I want it to be. It's light, it's funny, it's super horny. Uh, the I'm not even into a breeding kink, like that's not yeah, my general. Not my thing that's like not my kink. Um, but you know, it's it's fun. It's like it's really easy to read. Like I was sitting by the pool <laughs> reading it last year, and I was like giggling to myself like um, an idiot. Yeah, Honestly, um, and it was super all fun. Of them are really fun. Like even this first one with like the the first one has maybe more of like some of the heavier elements. Yeah, but most of it is really fun and funny. So I don't think I made it as clear as you. But book two is also my favorite. <laughs> I just really like Liz and Rahosh. I love their kind of interactions they have great banter and it's 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 so much fun and it's very snarky so so even if if you read this one with us and you're like oh like i liked parts of it or but it wasn't for me you may like others in the series and i encourage everyone just you know find out if there's something else you like there and again the fireblood dragon series is also great by ruby dixon and it is it's post-apocalyptic it's not like a medieval fantasy with dragon shifters mm-hmm. it's like a post-apocalyptic earth dragons like come in from another dimension and humans are living in these like fallout cities and these like <laughs> rampaging dragons are like roaming outside city walls it's what is what is the christian bale movie reign of fire i don't know why is that's all i'm thinking of because isn't that kind of like post-apocalyptic earth with dragons I, I have to watch is. this so now i have never seen it um, but I'm pretty sure that's like post-apocalyptic, like future Earth with dragons. I could be wrong. That might be in the editor's notes. Yep. Am no, I going we'll to look it up? 
probably not. I will. Look it we, up for we all know that yes. I will. Uh, I can't help myself. But but yeah, all of this to say that if if you liked Ice Planet Barbarians, if you didn't, if you're if you think like fire like the Fire and His Blood series is for you, like there's like forty five books. Yeah, there's a, probably your kink at least one is for you. in there, babe. Go find it. Like go find what you love. Yeah, and yeah, they. I again, I think they're very fun, and they did actually make me laugh through a lot of them. Oh, especially yeah. the second one. And it is it is cleverly written. I think. Like the 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 distinct voices, like the culture clashes, the like getting to know the not Hoth world and like the Saki community, and I mean, are there a bunch of continuity errors? I caught this go round. <laughs> also, yes, I can't fucking help myself. No, but, I, but it's spicy. It's fun. It's like I, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like if you're it's reading, easy reading, I feel like when you look at Ice Planet Barbarians, like if you're picking it up. You know you're not here for, like, a really deep thinking read. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's a little, like, just that I'm one. trying to have, like, this is a good beach read. Like, you're like, I'm here to just, like, have some fun. Yes. I'm trying to get dick down by aliens. Yes. I want to know what it would be like. Yeah. What would it be like to fuck <laughs> a seven-foot blue alien with a ribbed dick? So, this one. Apparently a lot of fun. Yes. It, it's all the orgasms. High marks all around. Yeah. If there was a Zagat guide for alien penises, they would rate high in both function and decor. <laughs> function and decor. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, so book one, not my favorite. I think I gave it like a three or a three and a half. I gave it a three. Spice is like, this. It's, it's very spicy. It's very, very spicy. Yeah. It's like a four and a half, five yeah. spicy although, levels. Uh, although like very spicy but not like constant fucking. Like it's not like a straight fuck fest. They all no. all of these really like it's spicy. There's some good smut, but it's not just like straight fuck fest. No, like, there is actual plot. They're a little well, bit kind of. I was like, it's lightly tied together ter- with plot. Ter- <laughs> if you want more plot with your smut, Ruby Dixon does another series I read called Aspects and Anchors, which well, is 600 pages. I did not know that you read. I knew about the fire in his blood and I knew about this. I did not know that you had read this much Ruby Dixon. Listen, if you know dogs got to go, eat. When <laughs> you when you go down a rabbit hole, you really go down a rabbit hole, I, girl. I have no chill. I love it. And I, I love saw, it. She also has another book called the. <laughs> she she. Calls, it's like you're like a fucking smut magician, just pulling the never-ending scarf out of your smut hat. <laughs> well, she has another one. So, um, for those that don't know, I play D and D, and I love my D and D group. And I found out Ruby Dixon has a book called The Half Orcs Maiden Bride, and I was like, "Of course, you fuck did. me oh, up! I have to read. Did. I want my D and D group to read it. I think it'd be funny." <laughs> Uh, you're a treasure i am trash is what i I adore you on every level that Uh, you could adore a human (laughs) i think uh same first before i finish that train of thought i wasn't even fishing um but i think this is the most fun we've had uh with with one of these episodes in a while like because this is just so it's so silly and there's so much to do and yeah to talk about and so um Thank you to everyone who journeyed to Not Hoth with us. So we hope that you enjoyed this discussion of Ice Planet Barbarians. 
as much as we did, at least partially as much. And um, next time, I hope you join us. We're going to be discussing Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. And they are one of the most charming authors I have ever read. I'm literally right in the middle of I Kiss Shara Wheeler, which is their newest release. And it's fucking delightful. So if you'd like to read along with us, we're going to be dropping that episode on July 7th. And until then, read Read what what you you love and and fuck the rest. If you enjoyed Shelf Pleasure, please feel free to bookmark us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, or like our page on Facebook at Shelf Pleasure Pod. For questions, concerns, or recommendations on future books, please email us at shelfpleasurepod at gmail.com.